I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me, your ticket to some of the hottest shows by award-winning playwrights. We're back with the conclusion to Daniel McIver's hit play, New Magic Valley Funtown. If you missed parts one and two, here's a quick recap. Dougie, his ex-wife Cheryl, and their adult daughter Sandy are entertaining Dougie's childhood friend Alan, who is visiting Dougie in his trailer in Cape Breton. Dougie and Alan haven't seen each other for over 30 years. Dougie is battling cancer, and so this is a poignant reunion between two old friends. Dougie, who is white, asks Alan, who is black, if people still call him Sharky, short for charcoal, a nickname he was given back in their school days. He tells them people call him Alan now, and he has a surprise for his old friend, a Super 8 film of their days at New Magic Valley Funtown, the amusement park with cabins where they used to hang out when they were kids. A note to our listeners, this play is full of comedic moments, but it also touches on sensitive subjects such as the after effects of past trauma. This is the conclusion to New Magic Valley Funtown by Daniel McIver. Look at you making a muscle. You're like a beanpole. Look at you run. Uh, who's the runner? You always had this? Shh. Yeah. What are you doing now? Shh. Look at you. Okay, that's enough. We'll turn that off now. No. No. That's enough. Thank you for the stroll down memory lane. Keep it. That's for you. We'll watch the rest of it later. We'll see. Let's have a drink. Let's have a dance. (gasps) My pick. Woo! All right, I'm done. Where are you going, Dad? Oh, we got so much dancing in me. Take a break. Alan, you're with me then. No, Sandy, he's dancing with me. Break time for me, too. That's no fun. You're not going anywhere, Sandy. You dance with your mother. Oh, God. Oh, you love it. It's cozy. The trailer's cozy. Cozy? What's that code for in Toronto? Small? No, it's not that small. By Toronto standards, it's palatial. New song! New song, new partner! Do you like Toronto? Toronto has its charms. Has its charms? What's that code for? It's become home. No, here's home. Alan, you're dancing with me now. Okay, okay. 
still got the move, Cheryl? Oh, you know I do. Watch me amazed, Alan. Ready, Cheryl? Ready. Go doggy, go doggy. Whoa! Whoa! Nice. <laughs> I still got it. I might have to take you home with me. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl, settle down. Oh my! Shame on me, behaving like we're married. I'm stepping out. I need a breath. Can't we just have a nice night? Yeah, my wish as well. Oh, go on after him. That's not fair, Mum. We always got to be so careful of Dougie. Why is that, Cheryl? God knows if I don't, Alan. We've all got our damage. He can get so cold. She's got that, too. Not as bad. He can shut you right out, leave you in the dark, make you disappear so hard you have to go find a mirror just to make sure you're still there. Sandy calls it depression. So I'd reach out to him, to be loving or kind or whatever... And the more I tried, the more he'd resent it. I'd try to show him some warmth, and I might as well be sticking him with a knife, wincing. Wincing at me. Was he always like that? I don't know. It's better now. A part like this. It's better. It feels like at least now we like one another again. Ah, love. Such a beautiful thing. Ah, love. <laughs> he thinks Sandy and me are alike, but God, they're two peas. I see you in her, too. You look good. It's a lot of work. Everything hurts. Are you happy? Off and on. Never had kids? No. Never wanted them? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Has the dust settled? <laughs> Be careful, Alan. My ex-wife's a woman on the make tonight. <laughs> Arsehole. Okay, Dad, you're the DJ again. Okay, Alan, we're going to finish that dance. Oh, no, darling, let's give the dancing a break. Oh, I don't think so, Sandy. I'm feeling a bit of an old man now. Apparently so would she like to be. Mother! Don't be gross, Cheryl. We're just trying to have a little bit of fun. Come on, Alan. I don't think so, Sandy. Leave him be. You're going to rip his arm out, Sandy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you all right? Watch yourself, Sandy. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> That's where you get reliever your shoes on. <laughs> I'm fine. You're cut off, my dear. I'm fine. I'm not drunk. I haven't had a drink in an hour, and all this dancing has sweated it out. We should go. No. It's after midnight, Sandy. No. Well, I'm going to go. I don't know how you're getting home. I'll take a cab. Oh, she's made of money tonight. I'm, I'm going to have some of your macaroni and cheese. Oh, finally. Someone. Hey, I had some before. I told you it was delicious. Yes, delicious. Thank you, Alan. 
Oh, I see. Don't be like that. Me be like that? Now, now, you two get along. I'm getting along out the door and home. Hang on, hang on. Don't be mad. I'm not mad. I don't care. Leave her, have a bite, and see how she feels then about going. We can step outside for a minute. Step outside for one. No, I could step outside for one. People are stepping outside? Cheryl has a cigarette once in a while. I have a cigarette? You do. Once in a while. That's all right. In moderation. He's the one who's smoking who shouldn't be smoking. Shut up, Cheryl. Do what you want. In moderation. It's not like I'm going to do any more harm that's been done. You just had one outside. No, I didn't. Sandy won't let me smoke. Do what you want. If Dr. Azim knew you were smoking. You tell on me, I'm telling on you. What do I do with him, Alan? Enjoy life. Okay, let's go outside and enjoy life in moderation for a minute before I rip up my freaking eyeballs. Ten minutes and I'm gone, Sandy. This is so good. You should tell her that. I know, I know. Mothers and daughters, we're all destined to play out our roles. You're a fatalist. Oh my god. (laughs) I'm gonna cry. Thank you. My brain is so hungry for anything that isn't gossip or small talk. I am so starved for conversation with someone who isn't from here. I'm from here. (laughs) And yet not. Like, you know the terrain from afar, which makes you pretty much perfect. Perfect? For... Pretty much anything. Do you have your own... Do I have my own? Um. Uh Uh-huh. Here's what I'm like. I want to get to know any woman I meet. It doesn't matter whose wife she is, whose daughter she is. And then once I get to know her, I forget her like she never was. At least you know what you're like. Maybe I'm like that too. Nothing has to get heavy. I don't do this anymore. Don't do what? Act out. Oh, is is that what we're doing? It's not my business to identify what you're doing. You have my permission. Analyze my actions. Okay. What am I acting out over? Your father. (laughs) Oh, are you getting Freudian? That's so disappointing. Not so Freudian. More 12 steps. Oh. Recovery. Recovery. You're having a drink. So you're on a hiatus from recovery? Drinking wasn't my problem. Aha. And so I step away. Mm hmm. Okay. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's all good, Alan. 
It's all good. No drama. <laughs> just a just an open-minded, free-spirited gal here. Polyamorous, polysexual, poly on a cracker. <laughs> no drama. All good. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Trooper. My first introduction to modern Canadian poetry. Or as Queen Gwendolyn said, with legs and arms, I make alphabets. So let's just say, I'm a communicator. That's what I'm like. If that makes you happy. <laughs> happy. Is that the quest? If it brings you peace. What brings you peace, Alan? That's what I'm here for. Revisiting something? Yep. A lost childhood. Maybe. All is good, Alan. <laughs> All is good. I'm going to watch your DVD. This is adorable. Why didn't he want us to see it? What does he do that's so embarrassing? Nothing on this one. This was just the first one. The first one? The first of many. I had them all transferred. Oh, look at him playing to the camera. Mm, he loved that camera. Do you still have it? The camera belonged to the person who shot it. Who shot it? Gordon Cameron. Father Cameron? Yep. Oh. Cameron always had the newest toys. <laughs> oh. Did you go to St. Margaret's too? No, we were Baptists. But my father did the gardening in the grounds at St. Margaret's and the rectory. I worked summers with my father from the time I was ten... That's how I met Dougie. He was an altar boy. We spent a lot of time around the church and the rectory. Your father was favored by Cameron. And then, so was I. Favored? Trips to Fun Town, to the beach, then parties at the rectory. Cameron liked to party. We'd go to the store to buy his mix, and he'd let us hang around and drink. A priest would let you drink? It was encouraged. <laughs> encouraged? Oh, yes. Father Cameron? Yes. You and my father? Yes. Did you know about the brothers? Jimmy and Colin O'Neill. You know about that? I do. Do you know it to be true? I do. Does my father know it to be true? He does. Is that why you're here? Yes. Does my father know that's why you're here? Why didn't it be like this before I smoked one? Not yet. We'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. 
Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, it's so gross now. After I smoke one, why can't I remember? It's got to feel like this after I smoke, before I smoke. Oh my God, Dougie. If you're going to bother smoking, you can't beat yourself up over it every time. Ugh, and the smell. I have to go. You have to go. That was fast. I just, no, I just, I don't, I don't feel. You don't feel good? Yeah, my stomach is... I knew it, Cheryl. You left that macaroni and cheese that on the counter. What? I'm all right so far. You had some too, y'all right out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that macaroni and cheese. It's not the food. I just, I, I just drank too much. She just drank too much. We've got to go. Oh, my God. Listen to Bossy. I just, I can't. I, I have to go. You all right? Yeah, yes. Yes, uh, Alan, it was uh, such a pleasure to meet you. Uh, and thank you. And... And I'll see you tomorrow. And I'll see you tomorrow. I I will see you tomorrow. Let's go, Mom. Good God, girl. Let me get my shoes on. Good night, Dad. Yes, good night. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, too. Give me a hug, Alan. Let's go, Mom. Oh, my God. I'll see you in the morning. Probably more like afternoon. Yes, probably more like afternoon. Now, here we are, too, just me and you. Another drink? A splash. Got tons of music, too. Got all the old CDs out. Oh, here they go. Long gone now. Nobody's going anywhere tonight anymore, are they? No plans to, no. No, me neither. Oh, God, that smoke stinks. I hate it. I'm just going to take the stinky old shirt off. (laughs) I hate how it clings to you. Disgusting. Bad stuff, bad stuff. You want some music? Whatever you want. I got a ton of it, so why not? Here's your drink incoming. (laughs) Thanks. About fireworks. Fireworks? Remember, we had... A plan to steal some fireworks? That was your plan. Yeah, but we had the plan to set them off. There was a lot of talk about fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> These are good ones, top dollar. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. So good to see you. You too. I think about you all the time. You too. Every day. Every night. Kissing you. Doug, no, Doug. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. No, 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 no. It's all right, Dougie. It's all right. That didn't happen. I didn't do that. That didn't happen. It's all right, Dougie. No, 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 no. Dougie, come on now. Dougie, it's all right. Dougie, where are you going? What's that? Dougie? You don't have to throw the fireworks away. Bastard, bastard. Dougie, stop. Dougie, look at me. Look at me. We're soldiers. Right, Dougie? Remember, we're soldiers, right? Right? Yes, yes, right. I know, I know. Yeah, got any soldier music for us, Dougie? Put some soldier music on. 
Come on, you must have some soldier music there. Yeah, I do, I do. Here. Something good. Good for soldiers. Yeah, here, good. That's a good one. That's a good soldier song. Come on, Dougie, come on. Hello there. Is it really two o'clock? Almost. Jesus. Cheryl came by earlier, but I told her you were fine and we're just gonna hang out today. I don't know how fine I am. You all right? Oh, my head. Me too. Here, have some water. You got your suitcase there, are you leaving? I talked to my sister this morning. Where's Paula? Still here. I never see her around. You get to the pier much? Not so much. And she doesn't come over town much, so... I'll still be around. Just gonna stay with her for a few days. Because of last night? No. Because of me and my sister. I don't hardly remember what happened. It's okay, Dougie. That wasn't really my hair I had on last night. I see that. You look better like this. Right. Oh, my head. Oh, my everything. That's probably more the age than the booze. No, that's probably the cancer. Can we talk about that? Sure, yeah. First it was a melanoma, but they got that. Then it was on my bladder, so they scraped that three times. They did two more biopsies and two rounds of chemo. Then it was on one of my kidneys, so they took that out. Now it's back on the bladder. So... Maybe surgery, but they say I'm not a good candidate because of the kidney. So... The end. And what does that look like? You mean the end? How does it end? Yeah. Well, nobody around here wants to talk about that. Everybody around here wants to talk about what kind of treatments... External beam radiotherapy or non-invasive some other bullshit. And who's your surgeon? And which anesthesiologist? Jesus. Everybody sounds like they got a diploma or play some part on a medical show. You can't even get the doctors to talk about how does it end. Do you want to talk about that? If the bladder doesn't come out, two years I managed to get one of them to say. I'm not having another surgery. And how do you feel about that? Fucking amazing. <laughs> Remember we used to say that? When everything was shit? Mm -hmm. How was class? How was the exam? How was the party? Fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. It's good to talk about stuff. Did you talk to Cheryl about it? Cheryl? Oh, she'd be the star of the medical show. I bet Sandy would talk about it. Probably, but she's my daughter, so... Why'd you buy the fireworks? Oh, Jesus, I didn't set them off, did I? No, you threw them out on the lawn. Right. Some kids came and took them this morning. Goddamn kids. No, they came to the door. They asked permission. I said it was okay. They'll be over in Mackenzie's field with those tonight. I bet cops won't like that. Why'd you buy the fireworks? Why? Cameron started the fireworks talk. 
That's how he got us to the beach that first time. That's how he got us out to Crow's Creek camping for the weekend. Bastard never set off a goddamn firecracker. No. Were you thinking of Cameron when you bought them? No, but I don't think about him. How can you not? Easy. You never talked to anyone? No. Who? I told my sister. When? Three, four years ago. It was a drinking dial. You told her everything? I told her enough. What did Paula say? She insisted I go to the authorities, but I wasn't ready. She didn't get it. We didn't talk after that. Then she emailed me a couple of months ago to tell me about Jimmy O'Neill's suicide. Everybody doesn't believe it was a suicide. What do you believe? Where'd you get that video? I took it from Cameron's. I took them all. All of them? When did you take them? After we stopped going, I went back. He'd call or come after me and I'd go and every time I went, I'd take one of them. I was so afraid of getting caught, I would only take one at a time. And then, when I had them all, I stopped going. You went back on your own? I did. How many was there? Fifteen. Jesus. I didn't know what else to do. Jesus. He never knew you took him? If he did, I never heard. Did you watch him? Not all of them. My lawyer did. She says I should take them to the police here. I know why you're here. I knew why you were coming. Time. Time. And time. Goddamn time. All this stuff changes. All this stuff changes. The body changes, but this stuff, this stuff in the head, nothing changes, nothing changes, nothing changes. Dougie. What? Nothing changes. Dougie. Jeez, Sal, and why? Dougie. Why? Dougie. Why? What's the point now? He's almost 90 years old. So what about the O'Neills? That whole family was never right in the head. So, Colin O'Neill is just an angry gay alcoholic who wants to make a good priest look bad? So Jimmy O'Neill is just some drug addict who OD'd? He was a drug addict. Because of what happened with Cameron. It's why he took drugs. It's why I cut my family off. It's why I drove away every good woman who would have me. It's why you live out here in the middle of nowhere in a trailer. There's nothing wrong with where I live. I like it. Why? Why do you like it? I like it. So you can be alone. I like to be alone. Cameron did that to us. It's why we push everyone away. Look. I don't want any part of this. I don't want to go through all that, all right? So, who's coming forward? It'll just be the dead drug addict and his drunk brother and the black guy. You're not the black guy. Who am I? You're... Cherokee? No, you're Alan. You're Alan. Not here, I'm not. Not in this town. The fear here, you can smell it. Every town like this. And it's fear like this that runs the world now. Somebody has to stand up. Somebody has to tell the truth. You can say whatever you want about me when I'm dead. What's two years? How do you want those two years to be, Dougie? What do you want your life to look like? Sitting here, turning to dust in your double-wide tomb? 
You need to tell the truth. And then what? Go back to your house. Go back to Cheryl. I don't want to be with Cheryl like that. Then go online and meet some guy. Oh, Jesus. Or get a goddamn dog. Just let something love you. I'm going to Paula's. I'll be around. I'll wait to hear from you. <sighs> Here they are. All 15 of them. New Magic Valley Funtown. Every single one is labeled that. All the first bunch he shot out there. But then even the ones from the beach, from the parties at the rectory, camping. I guess it's how he hid it. From himself even, maybe. But it's just so perfect. The lie of it. That place. It wasn't new. It wasn't magic. It wasn't a valley. There was no town. And it wasn't goddamn fun. I loved you. Maybe. I still love you. Maybe. Or maybe we're just soldiers who fought in a war together. I love you. Then do this for me. Oh God. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh God. New Magic Valley Funtown. even know if they're here. Dougie? What are you doing standing in the dark? Turn some lights on, Sandy. Where's Alan, Dad? Where's Alan, Dougie? He's gone to Paula's. I told you she still lived here. Is it bad or good he's gone to see her? It's good. You all right, Dad? What's that in your hand? Sandy's poem. What are you just standing there for? We gotta face what's going on, Cheryl. Oh, Dougie, don't go getting all negative again. I've got to. I've got to. No, it's not bad. If the doctors are talking about surgery, that's good. That means there's hope. They wouldn't be talking about surgery if there wasn't hope. You think so? Yes, I know so. No. That's just what doctors do. They're like firemen. Firemen don't just stand around watching a house burn. They keep fighting the fire till there's nothing left. Oh, my God. Don't be telling Dr. Azim he's like a fireman. Anyway, I'm not talking about that. I wrote a letter. Who are you writing letters to? It's there on the computer. Is it to me? No, but you can read it. Just click on it there. You're freaking me out a little bit, Dougie. Dad? You can both read the letter. 
Should I read it? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Are you reading this, Sandy? I know, Mom. I know. I'll be back. Dad, get up off the ground. Why did you write me this poem? I knew you were sad. Did you know? No, Dad. It felt like you knew. I just knew you were sad. Say the poem. Say the poem for me, would you? I don't know if I can, Dad. Here, read it. Once here was a village. Once here was a village. Once here was a village some people had made. Once here was a village. Once here were houses and a school and a place to go die. Now burnt to an ember. An ember in the ash. Warm, like your heart. Stand in the circle. The circle we made and are made of. Turn and see. Here is joy. Here is sadness. Points on the same line. Fear not time. Fear not time. Fear not time, though it will chase us. Always faster. If we stop, time runs past us. And without us to chase, it will disappear. Dissolve. Less material than memory, time will die. Time will die. Time will die and leave us finally alone together. To be loved. I carry you home. I carry you home. I carry you home, now an ember in the ash. Glowing goodness. We will see now how simple, how good, how true. I carry you with me. Yes. That was New Magic Valley Funtown by Daniel McIver. Such a powerful script and compelling performances. I remember it was really emotional when we recorded it, and the cast's delivery was so heartfelt and vulnerable. You can listen to the whole play now on Play Me on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be back next with an interview with the Saminovich award-winning playwright, Daniel McIver. New Magic Valley Fun Town was written by Daniel McIver. 
It featured Caroline Gillis as Cheryl, Stephanie McDonald as Sandy, Andrew Moody as Alan, and Daniel McIver as Dougie. It was directed by Richard Rose. The world premiere was presented by Toronto's Tarragon Theatre in co-production with Winnipeg's Prairie Theatre Exchange in 2019. This episode's sound design, edit, and mix are by Chris Tolley. Thanks for listening. Stay well. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Theatre or Instagram at PlayMePodcast. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. A special thanks to our CBC producers, Sarah Clayton, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is R.F. Norani. Our senior director is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.